voices and spirits sail Every mark on this earth tells a tale Every day that goes by without ever asking why You believe in your dreams Close your eyes and believe in magic as I hold your hand Close your eyes This is your host Susie Parrott. Thank you for joining me today on T International Angels Network. Um, I'm again not live because life does get in the way and here on International Angels Network this month in September we are kind of on a bit of a hiatus because our co-founder and producer of our shows Claudia Barra is having downtime with family and so we're doing a month of podcasts. So thank you for joining me today for my new show on a Wednesday. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy what we're talking about today. Uh, I will quickly say that our show is sponsored by Amazon Audible and you can get a one month's free trial for a book and you can cancel it at any time. You can also get our shows that are archived after going out live, or most of the time going out live. You can catch us on Apple Podcast, which was iTunes, Podable, Player FM, Castbox, Radio Public, Podtail, Podchaser, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, and now available on TuneIn Radio. My Tuna Radio, and you can listen now to us on Amazon Alexa, which is quite exciting, I feel. Um, Apple TV, Roku TV, and other smart TV devices, Apple Watch, and car audio, car audio devices, and more. So that's giving you insight where you can catch us. And yes, I hope hope you enjoy the show on what we're talking about today um spirit sometimes i go off the cuff with what i'm talking about but i kind of have a have an idea of what i'd like to talk about today so let's let's get on with it it's something that actually kind of intrigues me because on this plane i do find that we like to label ourselves you know and um, we do like to talk about star seed children crystal children and indigos now with indigos in particular i kind of um i've always felt i was an indigo um but they say about indigos um mo were mostly born in the 1970 from about 1975 to 95 well i was born in 1968 so that makes me 
50. Um, gosh, I feel old. <laughs> um, but I think being an indigo has always felt claircognizant to me. It's felt, you know, that clear knowing that I am on the peripherals of being an indigo child. And what indigo characteristics are as well kind of makes me believe that I am more indigo, more of an indigo child. And it was very strange, actually, because when I first came to International Angels Network, I obviously got interviewed by the lovely Claudia Ibarra, our co-founder. And she said to me, I'm really good at knowing who indigos are. And I really feel you're an indigo. And she kind of said the same, that they'd say like between 1975 that the indigos, indigos started to come to earth. But I don't think that either. And she said to me, I really think you're, you, you're an indigo, you know, the feel of you, your energy. And I said, the thought of me being an indigo sits with me. Like I say, with claircognizance, clear knowing, it really has always sat with me as I was an indigo child. So when she said that, it really resonated with me because I've never I've been bothered to want to know what I was, to be honest. Um, for me and my my special gifts that I had, you know, I never really wanted really to label me. I wasn't bothered, to be honest. But I do find it quite exciting, as in, you know, I suppose now I've got a bit older and I've got a bit more into my spiritual work, that I am a little bit more interested in knowing the characteristics of indigos and what the difference is between, you know, star seeds, indigos, and crystal children. And I've been reading up on it, and that's what I wanted to share with you, because I'm always saying to you, I'm always sharing, I always share on my radio show my experiences, what I'm into, what's going on. Um, so it also gives you an insight to who I am as a person as well, you know? I, I mean, I, I never, I always say this, I'm very much an open book, I have nothing to hide, and I really do feel as a light worker as well, that my experiences here on earth are here to help others, and if I can resonate with just one person from my show, you know, that might be listening to help them, then that's what it's all about. So, I'm really interested in sharing with you what I've kind of learned about indigos in particular, because people have been telling me that they thought I was an indigo, like Claudia and Diane Morgan, actually. We were having a conversation a while ago, and Diane is a bit older than me. Um, but me and Diane personally have known each other many, many lifetimes. And I'm, it's, I always recognise people I've met before. And um, anyway... But Diane said to me, she said, I think you're an indigo scout. 
And what she was meaning was, was that I was one of the first to come before the main minority of indigo children came to earth because Claudia Abara, who I said, you know, thought I had the traits, uh, the the energy of an indigo child, she's an indigo child and she's a lot younger than, well, not a lot younger, she's early 30s, I think, um, you know, so that's a good 20 years nearly or thereabouts. But it was, it was funny that it was actually Diane that said, I think you're an indigo scout, um, which, you know, it's great. So this got me more intrigued because everyone's been talking to me about me being an indigo. So it's really got me intrigued understanding um, what an indigo child is. So I've been reading up on it and alarmingly, I would say that, yeah, I have very many traits from what they say indigo traits are. I have many, which I'd like to share with you and see who it resonates with out there as well, who's listening, you know? So it's, like I say, it's, re it's really interested me and the traits are, are, are very many of them, very many of them are me. Um, it says that you don't have any top grades, but you're intelligent. But I hated school, so I, w I just felt at school for me personally, I wasn't learning anything I didn't already know. Being an evolved soul as well, many lifetimes here, I just didn't think I was learning anything. I found school a real waste of time. Um, you love making things seem very creative. Yes and no. Um, my concentration span is zilch. I really, really don't have big concentration span. I get bored very easily. So if something's not keeping me kind of my attention, I move on very quick. Um, I'm afraid life's very much like that. That's why I've always kind of feel I sit in the gypsy role because obviously my heritage is Romany gypsy and they were always moving around. And I'm a traveler, guys. I'm a traveller when I sleep very much so, but I'm also get very itchy feet in the physical and I move around a lot. I've lived in Scotland in this in this lifetime. I've lived in Dorset, Hampshire. Um, I spent many a time in Wiltshire. I've lived in Hertfordshire. Um, you know, I'm always on the move and I think that is very much part of being an indigo as well. I think um, you, you just, you're quite hard to tie down as well and you're a bit of a Peter Pan which I definitely am never want to grow up always you know I'm always going to be striving to be to have fun in life basically um so that's where yeah that creative side is there you know constantly need to find out why that is very true especially when you are required to do things yeah and the, what, what that kind of mean is there's <laughs> There's a reason for, for everything. And yeah, I always do go a bit philosophical and look deeper into things in understanding, you know? You don't like repetitive tasks. Schoolwork seems tedious. Well, like I say, schoolwork just never taught me a thing. Um, so, you know, being that evolved soul, you were very rebellious in college, school, declined to do homework, totally true. Refused authority, totally true. Or you or you wanted to rebel, you couldn't because of the pressure from your parents. Um, 
thing is, with that, there was a rebelli rebellious streak in me, yeah, that's for sure, but I did it, try to keep it under wraps, um, and I wouldn't put up with bullying at school for myself or others, and I've been like that all through my life, you know, there's no need for people to empower themselves over others, and that doesn't sit with me, and if people were getting bullied at school, they would always come to me. Um, they would always come to me to sort it out, it didn't matter what age they were, because I just don't agree with all that, you know, and I still don't as adults, someone try and bully me, not happening, and if it's happened to someone else, I can see it, I will, st I will step in and stand up for that person, I don't care, I don't agree with that, you might have, might have experienced depression, I sure did, but then I have had an entity in my life, remember guys, and that feeds off you and tells you how rubbish you are anyway. So I don't really suffer from depression now. Um, no, not now, no. And I didn't before we got rid of that last year. But I, I have experienced depression, yes, and I felt helplessness. Yes, that's very true. Uh, these range from suicidal tendencies to sand and sadness and despair. I can't really tell you. There's only one period in my life and at one time that I ever thought of um, suicidal thoughts. And I knocked it out of the park. And I just was like, I don't think so. I wouldn't be brave enough to do it anyway. Um, so I don't, that doesn't necessarily sit with me. I'm not, not often sad either and despaired but um I feel other people's pain I think that's you know if that came to me it's because I feel others not necessarily my own uh I have difficulty it says you have difficulty fitting into service orientation occupations most most uh indigos reject power and class related jobs I agree with that favor roles to be uh working alone than to work in a team, I agree with that, because I find other people, to work with other people's and their energy exhausting. You know, some people, if they're young souls, are very needy, and that in itself is very draining to an evolved, empathic person like myself. It really does drain the heck out of me. So, um, yeah, that that's that. It also says... Um, that you can have problems with anger. I suppose when I was younger, I was a bit hot-headed. Uh, I'm a little bit more grounded now and a little bit more, um, yeah, not so, I'm not so angry. Had problems with systems that considered failed or broken, educational, medical, legal, and political. Yeah, that is true of me, I would say. Um, I see the simplicity of things and others seem to make them like unachievable or they don't seem to have the brain space to see something so simple that would work um, and the government don't seem to see it, if you know what I mean. And that does frustrate me. <laughs> but I always get told, especially spiritually, not to become too political. So I try to back away from it. But yes, I do kind of see thoughts uh feel alienated and angry with politics that's basically what i'm saying 
you feel your voice will not matter or the outcome doesn't matter to you. Yeah, I do and I don't. It's a bit like climate change. We've got all this climate change going on in London at the moment on the news, this group. I can't remember what they're called, but they're actually blocking everyone in and around London and being a bit of a nuisance. And for me, climate change, I'm not even sure if it properly exists um, for me. Um, And... I think these people, apart from being a pest to people, just trying to get in and about their everyday lives, I just think we need to do something as a collective, as a whole world, rather than, you know, we are only a dot on a map, my my country. And that's how I feel. So um, I do feel a bit like that. Um, other... Another other things that relate to us as indigos is you're frustrated with the nine to five occupations, marriage, kids, etc. Yes, I am a Miss Peter Pan, always have been. Um, don't get me wrong, guys. I don't flip from one relationship to another. I mean, gosh, I've been single for over two years, but I do find life a bit boring and a bit staid if I'm doing the same thing day in, day out. And that's probably why I haven't got kids. That's probably why God didn't see me to have children. I like to think also um, because I'm destined for bigger things and helping others and, you know, to have a family and be running ragged and working at the same time. It's obviously hard on, on people. You know, you're on that hamster wheel of life, which I don't like. Um, it says other traits are you're angry at your rights being taken away from you or angry at Big Brother watching you. No, I wouldn't say that is strictly true. Um, for me, I just think it is what it is. I just get my head down and get on with it. I think um, some of the things that we have to endure on this plane are a bit unfair, but I have to suck it up. I agreed to come here, <laughs> back down here. So I kind of resign myself to that and not get too caught up with it. Because there's no point in wasting energy and things you can't change. So I've kind of, the older soul that I am, I, yeah, don't go there. I have an inner desire to change the world, yes, and I want to make it a better place. But I also want to help others and help people be on the spiritual path and be on the right path as a light worker. I think I'm obsessed with that more than want to check well yeah I not necessarily change the world for a better place but give people a better understanding uh we're meant to us indigos have many spiritual or psychic interests that seem to appear to you when you're very young well you anyone that listens to my show know that I've had my gifts since a small child I can't remember not having them uh, and I don't seem to have any role models, which is another trait they say indigos are. No, I don't really. There's a limited few people that I'd want to meet that are famous anyway, to be honest, because I just, that's me. Um, I seem to jump around a lot in conversations. Yes, I can do random behavior patterns like to your strong intuition. Yeah, that is kind of me. Um, I used to be a nightmare when I was younger, I would say with that, my, my conversation jumps around a lot and I was very unfiltered as a kid. Um, yeah, very unfiltered. I just came out with it. I've learned to be a little bit more diplomatic as I've got older because sometimes when you say things to people and you're unfiltered, it hurts them. So I kind of learned that, that I had to, um, you know, be a bit diplomatic you have many, it also says we have many psychic encounters, spirits, OBEs, hearing voices, premonitions and such. Well, yeah, I get all of that. Um, 
But I also see, uh, which that doesn't, that doesn't say is I also see other beings living amongst us on this planet. And I've always known that there are other species here with us on this planet. I've always known that and I've always seen them. So that's something else that uh, as an indigo, because I'm so sensitive, I see. Um, as indigos, it says we are electrically sensitive to items, watches that seem to malfunction. No, they don't work. Or street lights seem to go out or you when you go under them. Well, actually, uh, I break things all the time. Um, my clippers at work, they click, click, click because of my energy in them. Hair dryers blow up on me. I have uh, microwaves is another one. They blow up. Um, what else do I blow up? Watches. Never wear a watch because they don't last long otherwise. If I keep a watch on me, they break, so don't wear them. It's just because my, obviously, my kind of electricity I have, my body just plays up on everything, my, my power. Um, it says indigos also have the knowledge of other dimensions, too true, very, very true, uh, I've always known as from a young age, parallel universes, uh, also, also, I've also known as stargates, and I've also always known of black holes and stuff like that, that's uh, clecognizance again, which is, it's just a built-in sense of knowing that I have, for sure, uh, this is interesting, interesting, without being too sexy, on my show, uh, it says you're sexually very expressive, but I would say I'm a very tactile person. Um, yes, I probably do like sexy stuff, you know, when, when it's natural, when you love someone, you're in a relationship, whether male, female, doesn't matter. Um, I, I am very expressive. I do when I love someone or care about someone. Um, I do show it, guys, you know, even with my friends, you'll get a kiss and a hug off me when I see you as a greeting, for sure, I'm certainly not stayed in, in holding back with that, if, if you're in my life, and I love you as a person, you will know that, for sure, because I'm always telling you, everybody that's in my life, they're always knowing, um, I, I suppose this is similar as well, you seek meaning to your life through spirituality, but it's also, spirituality has helped me, understand life here on earth so that's a trait that I would say is me too um it us indigos you are determined to find balance and become stronger and happier and healthier and I think that goes back to what I was saying with the fact that it's also massive empathic people we are and want to help others and make other people's experiences while they're on this earth as best as it can be as well you know we we have a massive empathic side to us I believe indigos um, and we are the cleaners of the earth as well I believe we help clean up a lot of any negative energy so that's why I'm always needing water over me or being near water so I can cleanse myself um, so you know I don't want as, like I say, as indigos, we are definitely, definitely um, empathic. Very much so. Um, that, so that's really interesting. Um, I want to talk about crystal children as well, because I don't actually know a lot about crystal children. But one of the unique, unique things you that may be noticed about crystal children are that crystal children sorry 
are their large eyes. They are penetrating and seem very wise beyond their age. These eyes seem to lock into you hypnotically, if you like, in the truth of your soul is being laid bare for them to see. You may have noticed these new kids in our society already. That, Like I say, they're meant to have large eyes. They have charming and magnetic personalities. They seem to be very affectionate. Gosh, I'm thinking of um, a friend of mine who I've had on my radio show twice, um, who who is reminding me of having of these traits. And he's he's younger. He is a lot younger than me. Um, they seem very affectionate. He's another one that's very you know affectionate in words and what he says. Um, they start talking. They started talking late in their childhood. I don't know if Ron Schaefer did. Um, but that's, this is, I've got his energy as a crystal child, actually. Most crystal children seem to be music orientated, so they sing before they talk. That's really interesting. Um, another trait of crystal children is they use their great use of telepathicness or their own sign language to communicate. That is really interesting. Um, also crystal children, some may be diagnosed with autism or Asperger's syndrome. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Crystal children are sweet, loving, and even-tempered. They always forgive people. Wow, they are highly empathic again and highly sensitive. Wow. Um, you see, this is what I always say in this lifetime, in the here and now. We always have to label everything. And I'm probably at this point with this show today. You know, but also trying to help people know who they are helps people spiritually and move forward. You know, if people are understanding that, well, actually, I am probably from another star constellation or from another planet. Um, you know, in helping people that we are infinite beings, that we are magical beings of light. Um, and we're all we're all here for a reason. You know, and like I was saying earlier, as and as I feel that I am an indigo, is I've always had that knowledge of knowing other star beings um, are here on this earth. Some good guys, some not so good, but most of us are here to help the human race or what's left of them evolve on this planet, and we want to keep the earth as it is—a beautiful harmony. Well, it's not harmonic in every sense. There's still wars going on as we speak. But most of us are here to help humanity, to get people on their their right path. Um, but there are species here, without me going too deep, because I am only wanting to cover indigo star children, crystal children today, and what some of their, their traits are. Um, so... You know, people, if you're more interested, there's a lot more, obviously, um, literature out there on on them, on this topic alone. Um, but to just get people thinking in a different way, well, am I from another star constellation, another planet? Um, because there's so, mu there's so much more out there. Um, because man, you know, he's so slow in his exploration of space and it all costs money as well. But there's, par there's parallel universes, dimensions, uh, whatever you want to call them. There's, you know, they're just getting into time travel now in our kind of 
the normal, you know, of, of, of man now is only just starting to talk about Stargates and things like that, you know? They do exist. They do. Stargates exist. Um, portals exist. I've seen, I've seen a portal. I got shown a portal one day and a blimmin' plane came out of it and that's no... That's no joke. That is the God's honest truth. Yes, it was in the sky, but it was pointed out to me. And I saw I saw birds coming out of it. You couldn't see it, but what you could see was the fact there was a line. And when they were coming out of it, obviously I could see where the line was. I got told where to look in the sky. So, you know, hearing that information, I did what I did and I looked. And sure enough, that, you know, there are portals. So in the ground and in the air because I've seen them so I feel with with star seeds um they have a constant sense of not fitting into society and they feel like an outsider um I would say that's me though as well always Always having, <laughs> this is me as well though, all, all, always had the feeling to go fly, go travel, have, having that feeling you want to go, you want to go home, yes, I mean I've always felt ungrounded and people have told me that before because I just want to go flying off at night when I go astral planing when I'm sleeping, I'm, I'm very much like that, a lot of people say, God, you know, you're so ungrounded, um, the other traits of star seed characteristics can be you always seem to change your appearance, hair colour. Um, you're always trying to figure out who you are. I do change my hair colour, not so much these days, because I've been in the hairdressing industry. Um, and so, yeah. So, yeah, that is, that I could say that's a bit of me as that indigo. Uh, but this is very interesting because also as a crystal star seed, sorry, as a star seed, we are saying star seed and not crystal children. Um, so I am on about star seeds, darlings, and not crystal children at this point. Dreaming of encounters with ETs. Now, I have done that a lot. Not recently, but I have, I have done that. I have done that. So I just want to go over that with you guys. Um, that star seed characteristics are the constant sense of not fitting in to society and you feel like an outsider always had the feeling to fly go traveling have that feeling you want to go home you always seem to be changing your appearance your hair color style etc and try to figure out who you are dreaming like i said of of encounters with ets loving sci-fi films tv shows Loving science and spirituality as if it were one. You believe both can coexist. You hate violence of any kind. Gosh, that's me. Whether it's on TV or in a bit actual world event, that is so, so me. You're a channeler, which is me, and a healer. You love to help people and animals. You tend to go out of, yourself, out of yourself to do so. So true for me. So, gosh, it looks like I have traits of... of all of these, although, remember this is starseed traits, although you are very sweet and helpful, you also seem to have a cool interior, exterior, sorry, You're, you guard who you let in, you, sorry guys, 
You guard who you let in into your close circle. Very true. You have a fascination with many star systems or planets. I sure do. I sure do. And like I say, for me, I've always said that claircognizance of knowing that, you know, there is black holes, there is stargates, time travel. Um, there is, that's, you know, I've always kind of this claircognizance thing of always knowing that, you know. Uh, but that's really weird because obviously a starseed trait is dreaming of ETs. And I used to dream a lot about ETs. Um, the mothership. I, that, that was um, quite a recurring dream of mine was actually seeing the mothership. And they always say that UFOs hide in cloud. And all, I've always felt, God, it must have been about four or five years ago, I just felt I was going to see a ship. I felt a ship was near and I was going to see it. I kept looking in the clouds and I, it didn't appear to me, but I knew it was there. Um, but having those dreams and encounters with ETs, it's not actually I'm dreaming of having an encounter with a grey or a reptilian or something like that. It Like I'm out of my body in the physical, but it's always definitely of me seeing their ships, which is really interesting. Because, you know, if you're dreaming, you know yourself. It's like so, so lifelike, isn't it? And it was weird because I wasn't scared when I was dreaming those dreams. Um, but I did see a UFO, guys, in the physical, in the flesh. And this was in, this was probably, God, 30 years ago. Yeah, because I, I keep forgetting I'm the age I am. So it's going to be about 30 years ago. And I was out in a remote part of Dorset where I come from. And I'd seen these lights it, up in the trees. And uh, as the car was in a junction getting ready to turn around, as it turned around, the unidentified flying object was in the middle of the road. It was hovering. And I lost my voice. I did. I was trying to scream and I couldn't, but I saw it. It was amazing. Um, and I was beating the heck out of my mate, who is still my friend to this day. And he obviously didn't see Well, he didn't see it because we went round a corner and it was gone. And as soon as we turned around and went back up the road, the UFO was gone. But I saw it. I definitely saw it. And I know what I saw. And I remember saying to my mum and she was like, oh, you're, you know, you're, you're just seeing things, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I know what I saw. And I drew a picture of it. Honestly. I... You know, I, it was so clear. So I've always known that there's other beings amongst us because seeing that like that, it was amazing. It was really amazing. So I just would like to go over that again, some of the characteristics for the crystal children. Um, I thought they have... This is kind of cute, though. As in they have large profound they have large eyes with a profound stare. They are charming and magnetic person. You see, this is I think I wonder what Ron Schaefer would think of this, because I just feel his energy when I'm talking about this. And Ron is he's a lovely guy. Like I say, he's been on my show twice in recent 
you know, recent times, but he's such a lovely guy. Um, they're very affectionate, which he is. And they, I wonder if he started talking late in their childhood. Most crystal children seem to be music orientated, so they may sing before they talk. Crystal children make great use of telepathic or their own sign language to communicate. And, and some may be diagnosed with autism or Asperger's. You see, this is the thing for me. It's like everybody's got to be labelled these days. You know, you've got, oh yeah, my son's got autism, he's Asperger's and this and that. And I think, no, no, they're just another, from another solar system. That's what, how I've always looked at it. And that's true. That I have honestly always looked at it that way. Crystal children are sweet, loving and even-tempered. They always give people, they always forgive people and they're empathic and eye sensitive. But do you know what? I also think with star children is the fact that they're another source of us that doesn't need to be around people all the time, you know? And because they're different and they come across as probably not, they don't have to be around people any all the time because they're involved. I think there's, people take that as a weirdness. Because the thing is, I think as well, with... with the, um, with them i think they have that ability if they're learning something to know everything about it and know remember the smallest details and people class that as autistic i class it as highly highly intelligent i think they are highly intelligent and i think that i do think that of people that do have autism and asperger's i think sometimes they they don't always know how to express themselves and for some people that kind of think you know, they're normal, that comes across in a weird way. Um, but I've always thought that about Asperger's. It's just the fact that, you know, it's for a certain type of people that are from, yeah, another another planet, if you like, you know. But like I say, on this plane, we have to label everything. <clears throat> we have to, you know, yeah, just label everyone and everything, which is kind of... Um, you know, annoying in itself, really, the fact that we, you know, have to. But I do think that starseed children are very, very sensitive. And I think, like I say, they, I know what I'm like, especially with bright lights, loud noises. Uh, I, I feel that I am oversensitive sometimes and I do shy away from that. That's why, and also, I, well, the other reason is I don't like being around a lot of people because you're taking on everyone else's energy and it can be draining in itself, you know, and that comes out in all sorts of ways for me. Um, you know, I can, like, cry and, like I always say, I get in the bath and, you know, I have... Um, sea salt baths and it all helps clear my field and makes me feel better because I'm it's like removing that energy from my field and when you're super sensitive you need to you know protect yourself in these ways and help yourself you know energetically because it is it's knackering so you know I do kind of shy away from people and I suppose you know my situation now I suppose I am a bit recluse because I don't know anyone where I'm living right now um no I don't know anyone 
So, you know, I spend a lot of time on my own. I've got Zeus, my, my woof woof, but yeah, I do, I do get out and about, but then part of me thinks as the person I am, I don't need to be around people either. You know, I am an evolved soul and I don't need to be around people all the time, every minute of the day either. But for me, being this indigo lady, this indigo child, which I feel that I am, whether I'm the scout or I'm the real deal. And it's funny how the universe, you know, you ask the universe something and it does bring it an answer back to you. The angels, the universe, they'll help bring it back to you. And it was actually last blooming October. And I was kind of, kind of saying to spirit, you know, what am I? Um, can you know I, I know I have a clear knowing of what I am but I was asking the angels and universe and I looked up literally um, about five minutes later and there was indigo written on the side of a car as it drove past it was an advertisement and I laughed because obviously I'd only just asked the universe and about five minutes later you know there was my sign that I am um, an indigo and you know reading that today with you does kind of I can see traits definitely um, but also I can see traits of myself in crystal and starseed children so that's you know I've got a bit of everything but I mean does it really matter guys who you know, who we are on what star constellation or planet we're from. Does it really matter? Do we really have to know? Um, do we have to label it? You know, are we not just magnificent of, of what we are and who we are? And as long as we're on our right spiritual path and we're helping others on that right spiritual path, is that, you know, is that not what is what important? that we're, you know, we are on our right spiritual path and does it matter whether we are indigo, starseed or crystal children? Um, you know, as long as you're happy and you're where you want to be and, hope, you know, hopefully do helping others at this, you know, at the same time, I think that's more important for us as evolved souls and the fact that we are down here helping the planet and helping Earth and helping, you know, each other. And also knowing, because my show last night was all about fairies and, you know, the understanding as well that there are other forces here that are helping, uh, you know, the Earth as well and helping us. Um, and I think that's more important than us really having to know, you know, am I put labeling yourself. But I think if you do come across somebody that's autistic, you know, do think of it in a different sense that, well, maybe they are from that another, you know, planet, another solar system to us, but they're here to help teach us. And I believe that, that they're here to help teach us that, um, you know, just because you don't think someone's normal, it doesn't mean to say it's not normal to them, you know? 
there's an ex I mean somebody's said to me before I think you're quite eccentric I thought well I don't think I'm eccentric I think I'm flipping too honest and too upfront and too straight to be an eccentric person I maybe what they're getting at is maybe what makes me eccentric is the fact that of what my beliefs you know my obviously I'm a very spiritual person speak to dead people you know we are infinite beings my outlook on life is probably different to others you know but then a lot of other people live here that are shut off and closed down from who they are and some people just don't get that you know uh, I had a gent the other day, and he's like, well, what, what do you do then? And it's like, well, I talk to dead people, basically, spirits that have passed over. He's like, how do you do that? Um, th through reading their energy and doing it telepathically. And, you know, he couldn't grasp the, the, he couldn't grasp the concept of it because he's just really closed off. And some people live life like that because it's the only way they can cope with life because the thought of something else scares them half to death. And that's okay. It just means they're not so evolved and they're not ready for something else. They just, you know, are very closed. It's a shame, but they're very closed off to what else is out there, you know, while we're here. And, you know, I was asking myself those type of questions when I was tiny you know, when I was a kid, it was like, right, what am I doing? Why am I here? What's all this about? You know, and for many years I had, um, I had pieces of the puzzle. I didn't have the whole bits, you know, and it was, I suppose, quite a bit frustrating for me because, like I say, this whole knowing of other planets, other species, other beings, other light, you know, light, forces out there good and bad you know I've always known that but no one else was talking about it no one else was mentioning it and you got when I was that small I was thinking well I bet, better not then because really it's only been probably the last 20 years I've been really trying to step into my power of 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 being you know who I am spiritually I mean yes I've been giving readings for many many years I think I gave my first reading when I was about 18 um my first spiritual reading and you know I'm 50 now so I've been giving spiritual readings for a long time but actually walking my proper spiritual path you know it's probably been about the last 20 years and you know having the angels in my life has helped me no end to do that and helped me understand so much but I think yeah as as a light infinite being I've known a lot of things that other people weren't talking about at a very early age so you know it's only been in this latter years of this time in my life that I've been able to really start to come walk into my light into my power of being who I am and I suppose that's why I say to you earlier I never had that concept of what am I? It's like, you know, it didn't really matter to me, but it does intrigue me to think, you know, that, oh, maybe I am an indigo and, you know, maybe I have traits of a crystal child and a starseed child, you know? But I think it's all helps people with the concept of thinking why they're here, you know, maybe I am a crystal child, maybe I am a, a starseed child, but it's an understanding of what it's all about. And if it can help us understand why we're here, because like I say, 
there's beings here of good and bad, but most of us are of the good who want to preserve the planet, want to preserve what's left of the human race and, you know, want to preserve the animals and, and living life in a non-anarchy way. You know, there are beings on this planet that I believe that would have us live in anarchy if they had the upper hand, but they don't. Um, you know, there's people that belong to the Galactic Federation that help in keeping these these beings at bay. And if you're not sure what the Galactic Federation is, look it up on Google. It's a, a very group of important people, including Christopher Macklin, who's been on my show twice. Um, and he's a part of this group of people that help with the not-so-good species that are trying to cause havoc on Earth. And he is one of the big people important people that help eradicate yes eradicate certain species from our planet and remove them kick their asses out of here um because they're not needed and all they want to do is just cause trouble while they're here and you know there is a higher good on this plane that i mean christopher macklin is a reverend by the way he does an awful lot for humanity he does an awful lot for healing us God has sent him and he helps heal, he's helping heal humans in our droves. And if you want any information on that, go to ChristopherMacklinMinistries.com and he does healing sessions. He's very good at what he does and he has had help with a uh, saucer species who are called the Maldekis. Now he works with them on healing uh, I've had one-to-one -one healing with Christopher as I've had group sessions and it, he's good. He's very, very good. I had incredible back problems, um, which was a disc and it gave me a lot of pain. And since having work with him just on two sessions, I got rid of an entity that was attached to me and I got rid of this awful back pain. Uh, I don't have it anymore. So for some reason, somebody out there might be listening that needs that information and that need to know. He does cure cancer as well. He does a lot of good and a lot of diseases, clearing them from the us humans or our species that are here. With the Maldekis, he helps heal us on this plane. So like I say, guys, there's anyone out there that needs healing right now cancers he does all sorts of ailments um yeah mr christopher macklin ministries is where you need to go and see now look at that guys there's a car just turned up and it's got indigo written on the side of it no joke no joke so the universe is always bringing us um answers that we've asked and there you go i just saw it <laughs> exactly and i'm here in indigo so they just want because of the show and what i've been talking about today because i do have traits of of others of of other beings like beings here on earth i am an indigo so thank you for that Thank you, angels, for just rectifying that I am an indigo and I'm here 
helping as much as I can. Like I say, there are other, there are other species here on Earth that are being eradicated, eradicated. But look up the Galactic Federation, um, because they are a group of people in the physical here that are working with um, each other to, like I say, eradicate certain species on this earth that aren't haven't got our backs um which is really interesting i think christopher actually started one of my shows last year with saying that live on air that the certain species have been eradicated from earth because they just want to cause havoc you know and uh, you know they come for the embodied experience as well they're living within a body as well you know but, you know, not to panic or upset or scare anyone, but most of the most of us down here are good. And like I say, we're not living in anarchy. Most of us have come here to preserve the earth, help each other, and lifting the vibration here on earth and with each other, you know, and spreading the love. And that's what it's all about, helping each other, spreading the love and, you know, having having some sort of fun while we're here. You know, it's not, it's like me, I've got to have some fun. I don't, it's not all work, all work and no play. I love myself enough to take time off and do some things as well. But obviously my main goal is to help you lovely people in understanding things and what I can do for people with the physical, with my spiritual work, um, you know, I'm, I'm there for everyone. But uh, if anyone does want, actually, um, a, any private readings from me, just contact me through internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash Susie. I have my own fan page. Uh, if any, would you any of you would like private readings and messages from your loved ones on the other side, just let me know. My website is www.angelic-light.co and you can find any information there as well and on my facebook you can find me at susie parrot or angeliclight.sp and you can find me there if any of you would like like a reading or or anything from me privately because I love doing them. It's it's a very enjoyable thing to do, and in helping people understand that your loved ones may have passed, but they're not gone from our lives. So, well, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast today. It has been something a little bit different to talk about, um, and in characteristics of certain beings that are on this this beautiful planet to help move it forward evolve and bring a lot of light and lift the vibration here on earth and we are most of us all here for that reason and to enjoy it at the same time and obviously to learn lessons and evolve as well um so yeah i hope you've enjoyed the podcast and i will catch you soon beautiful people you take care and I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Take care. And thank you, Claudia, for playing my show um, and for editing it because it's needed to be edited this time uh, because it's come in a few parts. So take care, guys, and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.